Welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart. Today we will be discussing cardiac rehabilitation, which is what follows after the heart has undergone trauma such as heart attacks and or heart failure, which we went over in our previous episodes. Similar to other parts of your body, your heart must recover after undergoing certain heart conditions and procedures. Through a series of exercises, medications, and lifestyle changes, we will discuss how cardiac rehabilitation can be more effective than any pill. Heart to Heart is a series made for you, the patient. We hope to better public health and help you really understand more about your heart. If you are suffering from heart disease, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or you really just want to learn more about your heart, then you should be listening to Heart to Heart with your hosts, the Yusuf Twins. We will delve into many topics across the field of cardiology to help you improve your health. Don't be confused. Be healthy. I'm Ahmed Youssef. And I'm Mohammed Youssef. And our guest today is Derek Ellison, Director of Charleston Area Medical Center's Cardiopulmonary Rehabilitation Services. Great. So to start off, why don't you just tell us about a little bit of what cardiac rehabilitation is and maybe tell us a little bit about what goes on here at the CAMC's Cardiopulmonary Rehabilitation Program. So cardiac rehabilitation here is an outpatient program. And back in the day, people probably used to think it was mainly exercise, but that's just one component now. Nowadays, we're exercise, we're a lot of education, individual education, group education. We do exercise people on EKG telemetry, so it's safe. We've got a lot of medical What exactly is telemetry? Oh, yeah, thank you. We monitor EKG, the heart rhythm, Mm -hmm. while patients are exercising. Do a lot of other data, blood pressure, a lot of things. A lot of surveillance as well, where we're trying to make sure in people's recovery, sometimes people have a lot of problems, arrhythmia, CHF, blood pressure, or or blood sugar problems. My staff is trained to hopefully detect these things, head them off at the pass, and communicate that to their physician before they have a problem with it. Sounds good. So who needs cardiac rehab? What type of patient would you look at and say, this patient needs to be here? That's a good question. From insurance coverage, anyone with coronary artery disease, for instance, if they've had a heart attack, if they've had a stent put in, if they've had bypass surgery, or if they have chest pain and maybe they're being treated medically, maybe they're not doing intervention, they're covered to come into cardiac rehab. More recently, if someone has CHF, that's now a new congestive heart failure, is a new diagnosis. Another diagnosis we have is people that have blockages in their legs because a lot of the stuff is it's a systemic problem. It's not just a one blockage problem, but it really is a whole body thing. So now, more recently this year, peripheral arterial disease is now covered. Or if people have had surgery on any of their heart valves, those are diagnoses that are also covered. So that's what you have to have for insurance to cover it. Besides that, anyone that needs risk factor modification, any things like that, diabetes, cholesterol, overweight, all those patients are going to benefit from cardiac rehab. So tell me, does someone need a referral from their doctor to start? Yeah, they do. We are consulted to see some patients here in the hospital immediately after a cardiac procedure. 
Some patients may give us a call from another facility or from some other means, and we do need a physician referral, but it's really no problem. They can get it from their doctor, or we can send the referral to their physician and make it happen that way. So it's really pretty easy. Yeah, it sounds like it's uh, quite an accessible thing to get through. It is. So can you tell us a little bit about what the potential benefits are of participating in the cardiopulmonary rehab program? One of the best benefits is, depending on which study you looked at, if it's just for heart attacks or just for stent placement or whatever, participating in cardiac rehab reduces all-cause mortality about 42 to 47 percent. So the great news is you live longer. Yeah, that's a big, big number too, yeah. It is. Another big number is that about 31 to 35 percent of the folks have decreased hospital readmissions. So not only are you going to live longer, but you're going to spend less of your days in the hospital as well. So that's really good. That's a big patient population, too, we're talking about. Exactly. And that's another reason why the hospital, insurance, Medicare, and Medicaid have really seen cardiac rehab as something in the future to reduce costs, reduce readmissions, while reimbursement is going up. Additionally, on a more personal level, folks are going to be able to return to what they were doing better, maybe even do some things that they weren't doing previously, and also individual risk factors. You know, if you have great success, it's going to lower your bad cholesterol. It's going to raise your good cholesterol. It's going to control your diabetes and blood sugar. It's going to control your high blood pressure. It's going to help you quit smoking. It's going to improve your depression. It's going to improve your anxiety. It's going to help you lose a little bit of weight. Okay, now... Those are all great things. Can you tell me one pill that does that? Not a single one. I mean, I have no problem with medication, but, you know, you'd have to take about a handful of pills. There's pills for all those things. So cardiac rehab, in addition to medical treatment plans, you know, there's no substitute for it. What's the side effect for exercise and cardiac rehab and healthy diet? Maybe a little muscle soreness here and there. That's the only side effect. Mm -hmm. And so those are the huge benefits. Yeah, so I mean... So you live longer, you live better, you live outside of the hospital more. Just sounds like a huge package deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also, not only will you live longer, if you live longer, you're going to need more money, right? Well, another study I read recently was it's going to add about $681 per year of your life for you to enjoy your longer mm-hmm. life with. I'm assuming that's through increased functional capacity. Exactly. Increased functional capacity, decreased medication use. If, for instance, dialysis, you know, things like that. Things are really crazy expensive. So you're going to live longer. You're going to be out of the hospital more. You're going to have more money. So how long do patients participate in CAMC's cardiopulmonary rehab program? Yeah, the standard time is 36 visits for three months. So for someone to graduate, they need to get close to that. Some folks may not be able to continue past a certain number because they've returned to work and their work schedule doesn't allow it. Some insurances may only cover 24, but the majority of folks are covered for 36 visits, and that's the primary phase two cardiac rehab. However, once folks finish and graduate, they can choose to stay with us in our maintenance program, and so it's still maintained by the cardiac rehab staff. You know, some folks have come there for 20 plus years. What happens if somebody doesn't make it through three months or 36 visits? Are there any consequences? First of all, the consequences if they didn't make it through is they wouldn't reap the benefits that that we've discussed earlier. 
Sometimes there's patients that experience complications post-surgery. You know, sometimes a blockage may form, the stent may close up that he had put in, may have some CHF exacerbation or they start retaining fluid. And so in that case, it would be bad for those people to continue cardiac rehab until they got that corrected. But in general, everything can usually be corrected to where folks can come back and return to cardiac rehab. So there's really no reason not to. What should patients know before entering cardiac rehab? One thing is that the program is tailored to the person, okay? We have a wide demographic of patients that participate. Some patients have never exercised a day in their life, and that's fine. We have other patients that may have had a heart attack while they were actually running a 10K race. And so, you know, there are folks that are in very good shape. We still identify their risk factors, and we can usually find some. But if you've never exercised, or if you think you're an avid exerciser, and you think it's just an exercise program, we can still offer things that will be very beneficial. Another thing is that even if you have chronic pain, you say, you know what, my hip hurts when I go upstairs. I've had knee replacement. One of my legs is amputated. We have special equipment here that the normal fitness facility doesn't have to be able to accommodate all kinds of different conditions. So it's really tailored from a medical perspective. Exactly. Yeah, when folks come into the program, we have an orientation slash intake session first, and that is really, one, to show them around, but two, to make sure we have all their health history correct, we get records from everywhere, to make sure we're not going to hurt them, to make sure we take good care of them, to make sure we know everything about them right down to their 12-lead EKG rhythm, to their echoes, to any other comorbidities that they have so we can take really good care Wonderful. of them. Wonderful. Sounds like you guys have a lot of flexibility of what you guys do for each person. Sure do. So what about maybe during and after going through the cardiac rehab? What can patients sort of expect in those phases? Yeah, once you're here, it's important to realize that you really do get out of it what you put into it. That this is a medical treatment to where you don't take a pill and forget about it. It takes a little bit of work, not really hard work, but it can be quitting smoking to changing your diet a little bit, to maybe devoting 40 minutes outside of cardiac rehab of exercise to get that 150-minute exercise number per week. So it does take more patient execution to really reap the benefits of this program. And the other thing is, once folks graduate, some people are like, oh, okay, I made it through cardiac rehab, it's over. No, it's not over, that's really just the beginning. To really make sure that the physician's expertise with stent placement, surgeon's expertise with bypass grafts or whatever, the person that has the most chance of those things working after discharge is the patient. And so they still need to do their part, do a lot of the things they learn here. And, you know, they're here for three months, but they're still really early in their journey where they can still even improve their risk factors, improve their cholesterol, even improve their outcomes even more than just from the initial three months. So would you say that the program helps a patient by kind of holding their hand and walking them through the gates and getting them to start a healthier life? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a safe, supervised medical program with a lot of education from individual education to group education. You know, every moment is an education opportunity. If I'm taking a blood sugar check on someone, you know, that's about 90 seconds I have to talk about blood sugar stuff. So yeah, when people graduate, our maintenance program is a lot more independent because they're graduates now, so they know a lot more. But yeah, I guess we do kind of hold their hand in the first three months. 
Some folks really need encouraged. You know, even younger folks having a heart attack, you know, every twinge they feel between their neck and their stomach, they think, oh my gosh, is that my heart attack, you know? So sometimes they need confidence. Sometimes they may need pushed along a little bit. Other folks, sometimes they feel like they're out to prove something. All right, they want to make sure that they can show the staff working here that they used to be a jock back in high school or something. Sometimes we may need to have those folks pull back a little bit. One of the things that really fascinates me about cardiac rehab, as, as physicians in the 21st century, we kind of feel that the new advancements in drugs and technology are the way to go. And we tend to forget, ultimately, what we're aiming for is increasing a patient's life comfort quality. And cardiac rehab really targets those things. Functional life, as you put it, basically the total package we talked about earlier. In fact, you know, you mentioned peripheral artery disease as one of those new indications. Well, currently, the first-line treatment for peripheral artery disease, specifically if you have cramping in your legs, is to just exercise more and push yourself to the best and hardest of your limits. That actually ends up treating the peripheral artery disease. And then now we think about using drugs. So it really calls the question and reminds us that it's really about the patient life and patient quality. So I guess to end on, is it ever too late to start cardiac rehab? Not really. From an insurance perspective, if someone's only diagnosis is a heart attack with no intervention, they have one year to start cardiac rehab from their heart attack date. Besides that, congestive heart failure, coronary bypass, graft surgery, stents, whatever, the majority of insurances, there's really no limit on when they can start it. We have people that start, they had a bypass 10 years ago and can come into the program. That's great. So that's it for today's episode on cardiac rehabilitation. I'm Muhammad Yusuf. I'm Ahmed Yusuf. And I'm Derek Ellison. If you are curious to learn more about your heart, and more importantly what you can do to keep it in great shape. You can find more informative episodes like this one by searching Heart to Heart on Apple Podcasts or Heart to Heart Cast on YouTube.